0: Thank you for holding. I greatly appreciate it. All right. D- That's really dumb dad d- jokes. Let's go dumb dad jokes, okay? In honor of Father's Day. Okay, this one here. Do you know why you never see elephants hiding in trees? Uh, They weigh too much. Uh, no, it's because they're so good at it. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. Do you know why you never see elephants hiding in trees? It's because they're so good at it. Pass it along. Feel free. Okay. We're talking to Joanna. She has a shy dog, and which a lot of... I'm seeing so many shy dogs. And a lot of it... Are you Joanna? Are you joining us now? I am. All right. And see, a lot of them are... You know, obviously a personality, a lot of people, when they see the dogs that look like that, they are or react like that. I shouldn't say look like it. Well, kind of. But anyway, is that it's a personality that they're born with. And then they're not all in addition. They weren't socialized at the right time. So it's kind of a compounding factor f- factor the. a lot of people think that right away the dog has been abused. The, the an abused dog. There's two ways you can, uh, you know, for sure. If you to take your hand, and like your back hand, dog is sitting in front of you, take your hand like you're going to smack them with the back of your hand, and if they quick, by the time you just barely start moving it, they swing the head or get out of the way, they've been smacked, okay? Now, if they've been kicked, as they're sitting in front of you or standing in front of you, you pick up your foot and like you bring it back like you're going to extend it out, and they jump out of the way. Those are dogs that have been you know, smacked around because dogs perceive motion more uh, faster than we perceive it. Okay, and so that's why it doesn't have to get too close for them to react. But what happens is that when they're scared of men, when they're scared of situations or busyness, what that is is personality and then not being uh, socialized at the proper time. So now your job. Now, what you were saying, like you thought you by bringing them to the the events that would help them through it, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, I thought that would give us some more experience with being in different environments Mm -hmm. and trying to get him acclimated to like the routine of going to sporting events and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it happens more in the summer, things in the winter slow down. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. But see, then you're the norm. Uh, that's what people do, is that we got a dog that's, you know, a little bit on the jumpy side, oh, we'll just throw him into the wolves and they'll get, they'll buck it up and deal with it, okay? And and it's not. What it's got to do is got to be baby stepped, all right? Either dog has the personality to come to a game like, hi, I'm here, what's going on? But if they show any kind of like, oh my gosh, all the action that's going on around, your goal is to get there, is what your that's your goal by working with, like, what we were talking about, swinging the hand, the treat, you know, type thing. Baby mm-hmm. stepped in and, and building that confidence through training, trick training, um, uh, nose work, uh, agility, uh, just, and you don't have to, you know, I mean, you can go to a kid's playground and, and have him try to, like, go over little bridges through tunnels and stuff like that, because that's what you got to do is baby step and get him to look to you for direction and not just throw him out there saying, okay, this is going to make you better. No, that's, that's a goal that you're going to be towards, and it may not be, for another year and a half two years we don't know because every person you know that's a shy person you can't take a shy person and bring him to a comedy gallery and think that it's all gonna work out you know what I mean whereas oh, too much going on too much going on I got to get out of here got to get out of here but if you baby step it in instead of throwing them out there then then they each time they can gradually uh, you know it gets better and better plus the liability you know when you, you're at kids uh sports things you know they've got you know like uh two and three year olds that all of a sudden pop out of nowhere and they get into your dog's face and space and surprise him you know he could not meaning meaningly but snap and then all of a sudden now your dog gets deemed for being a you know a bite uh, and then now you're in court and it, you know you don't want to put yourself and him through that so that's why what you got oh, to do is you have got to look at you got to protect his space, but on the same token, you also got to help him get through this, move forward with life by being the good leader, working together, and then doing it in baby steps. And don't coddle. remember, don't go oh, there, there. It's okay. Don't hug him. Don't kiss him. Just you know, uh, you know, uh, hugging and kissing is. Do you see dogs hugging kiss? No. Mm-hmm. And so that's a human emotion. Most dogs get very unnerved by it because you're. Coming with your hand over the back of their neck, shoving your face into their face, and that's a dominant move. Now, with my daughter when she was small, I I, I taught the dogs kisses. I would tap my cheek and say kisses. And my head would be sideways to the dog, so it's a side profile calming signal. No. And if the dog wants to come in and give me a kiss, great. Okay, if he doesn't, I moved on. And so there's some days we don't want to be hugged and kissed, and there's the same thing with the dog. But I give him the out. The out. If he wants to come in, he can't. If you're not, but I'm not going into his face and space. All right, and so that's why. And there are some dogs' personalities that are wa factors. You bet. Slam your arms around me out, no problem. You know, but that's that personality. But truth be told, most dogs get you if you when you go to hug them, you can feel them tense up. Like, is there a problem? Is there a problem? And so that's why what we got to do is learn to read them better. And then um, there's a book. It's called um, uh, Canine Body Language by Aloft, A-L-O-F-F, and that would be a really good one for you so that you could see when the stress on him, so you know if you're moving forward or you're, you know, kicking yourself in the pants. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so that's why, but the main thing is, like, take a class. You know, so he's around other people, not a big class, you know, type thing. You know, if you can get this smaller my classes, just have six, seven dogs per class. You don't want to overwhelm him where his tail goes down and he's looking for the exit. Okay. What you want to do is just baby step it.
1: Got it. Okay. This was really helpful. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate
0: you hanging on because, like I said, from your perspective, you're the norm. You know, like I say, bring them out, get them out there, get them used to it. And a lot of times it it will do the opposite. And so that's why just remember baby step and all come together. Okay. Don't rush them. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, kiddo. Good luck. Thanks. You bet. Bye bye. Yeah, that's, it's, it's really tough because everybody uh, wants it thing, something now. They don't want to work towards it. It's like, okay, now I, I'm going to do this for a week and I'll be right with the world and we're, you know, we're going to, you know, you're going to be a therapy dog, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. No, you got to take the time. And so many people have gotten dogs where, they finally, you know, open the lines for rescue dogs coming through um uh, from down south and such like that. And a lot of them are from puppy mills. And a lot of them are from the auctions that they're non-breeding dogs. And so they don't know people or the human kindness. And so you've got to be willing to work. And this is FYI. If you're looking at a puppy mill dog that used to, you know, that is no longer breeding uh, those are the ones that, you know, basically were kept in a cage or a yard and just pumped out puppies. And they don't know the value of a human, but they do know other dogs. And so, if uh, I try to get the humane societies and such like that, is to make sure they ask the right questions. Personally, I would never ever adopt a dog like that from the puppy mill that was a breeder okay and not anymore uh to a family with no other dog that dog personality needs to come into a home where it, there's already a dog a friendly dog all right and then uh, that accepts a new dog coming in and so then the, the the rescue dog can follow the lead of the dog that's already bonded to the human so that the the everything goes twice as fast Because he knows dogs, understands dogs, doesn't understand human other than a bull being thrown at him, you know, at child time. And so that's why if you're thinking about adopting a a rescue dog and you come across, I know they look so sad, they need a friend and such like that. But you're going to be, you won't be able to touch them. Uh, It's going to be a crapshoot, I'll I'll tell you. So that's why I hope the rescue groups will please uh, make sure that there's a bonded existing dog that is a friendly dog that's going to be friendly to the new incoming rescue dog. Uh, uh, that will make the job and everything come a lot uh, come through better, and that's what with my Ethel, she was a hoarder dog, didn't know the kindness of humans, and through Gilligan because he was bonded to me, she would follow his lead, and she'd come up, and then you know pretty soon she'd come up more and fat, you know for closer and closer, and pretty soon I could pet her, and but I was but she took her lead from Gilligan, and then pretty soon Gilligan was out of the picture, and I was her human, but it took two years to get there. Okay, we're going to run, and then we'll come back and take some more of your questions. Let's see, dog, jo- dad jokes. Let's see, what we got here? Okay, you ready? How many apples grow on the tree? How many apples grow on a tree? Oh. We'll be back. Whoa, thank you for listening and drive time. And there's a lot of people coming from up north because there's Grandma Marathon, Grandma's Marathon this weekend. And so I'm sure that the race was yesterday, but I'm sure a lot of people are coming up from back from the cabin, coming back from the man, you know, the marathon. And so, um, I'm, I'm, uh, during the summer months, I'm during drive time. Isn't that cool? Oh, well, okay. Okay. How many apples grow on a tree?
2: Um,
0: 20. Uh Uh-huh. All of them. Um,
2: well, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. How many apples grow on a tree? All of them. All of them, okay. There you go.
2: Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, who's up next? Right, right, we've got Rachel on the line, and she's got a question about her Frenchie who has a skin tag.
0: Ah, uh, Frenchie and a skin tag. Okay, hi, Rachel. How you doing? Hello, did we fall? Did you fall asleep because we've been so long? <laughs> Are you there, Rachel? Hi, yes. Hi, good. Thank you for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. Of course. Well, hopefully you're multitasking.
3: (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. So I have a French Bulldog, and she has just turned two years old. Okay. And she had a skin tag, and it's been growing exponentially within the past couple of weeks. Is there any home remedies, or should I take her to the vet to get that removed? It keeps kind of like busting open when she goes into tall grass or, you know, maybe by a tree where it's a little more sticky than normal. How? It comes open and bleeds.
0: Okay, how big is it?
3: It is, I would say, less than a centimeter.
1: Less
0: than a centimeter, okay. Um, and so how when did this show up?
3: It just randomly showed up about three weeks ago, okay. really small, and then it's been growing ever since, and I can tell that it's, that you can see the skin is almost dying on it because it's all black, right. but there's still a small part that's attached. So I obviously don't want to just pull it off of her it's just going to bleed like crazy if I yeah. do that.
0: No. Um, is there any other ones?
3: There's one tiny one right behind it or right closer to her collarbone. Okay. But it's not big. And that one has not grown at all.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, Gilligan had a skin tag. I put extra virgin coconut oil on it is what I did. Okay. And then, um, what you want to do? What I would do, well, Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet, she will be here. I think it's next weekend, and see so okay. that that would be. Otherwise, you can call her because she would have the remedy that would be the best for something like that. All right, because that's what you guys just got to watch it, and then um, if you know, because you don't want it to grow fast, that's not a good thing. And so anyway, but that's why, because there are some remedies that you can take and there might be some kind of salve. But let's see, with Gilligan's tag, like I said, I put extra virgin coconut oil on it and it went down to bumpkins and it never, it it hasn't grown since then. So I don't know what it is, but I would try that. But like I said, next weekend, uh, like I say, Dr. Levy will be here. And so why don't you call in. And then, and it's best to call in at the beginning because then we don't sure. get, you know, then for sure you get in and then you don't have to wait for so long. <laughs> sure, yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> but if you've got... I like listening to you
4: anyway. So well, thanks.
0: Totally fine. Thank you. But if you got the extra virgin coconut oil, i put that on. And then... Okay. um uh, you can put it on like once in the morning. Like I, I do it when I was using it. I, I did it like when I fed them so that then mm-hmm. they then they, they would eat and so it would have time because sometimes if you put it on, it has to absorb in is what it has to do. Right. Right. So, yeah. So give that a try. But then I would also, I, like I said, give a holler next week with Dr. Levy and then maybe she might have some something for you to try okay. too, okay?
3: Okay, because I know that they said um, a couple of pet stores that I went to, they said your vet might tell you to do use the... um Type of skin tag that people use on humans, but okay. I'm very scared to put any chemicals on right. the body that I don't really know exactly.
0: What yeah, well that's my, that was my knee jerk reaction too. And then, so um, I said I'm going to try the coconut oil, and uh, and okay. it, like I said, it worked. But yeah, okay. gi- give yeah because that and okay. you, you got to really be careful when you use human products for pets. I know,
3: and especially right. cats.
0: And so that's why yeah, good. I'm glad you're asking and not just let's try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, you're right. okay, okay, awesome. okay. Thank you so much, Katie. Okay, well, listen. Well, hopefully, we'll hear from you next week. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely.
3: Thank
0: you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, uh, yeah, the skin tags. Sometimes that has to do with diets, and and uh, the Frenchies have such a short code anyway, and so uh, and sometimes supplements. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, that's a good question for Doctor Jess next week. I'm going to write that down to make sure that we ask her that too, in case Rachel's busy and forgets to call in. <laughs> so where are we at here? Okay, who's up next? All right, we've got um, Sarah, and she's got a question about itchy ears. Itchy ears. All right. Hi, Sarah. How you doing? Hello? Hi, Sarah.
2: Hi. Hi, Katie. Um, I have a question about my dog. I have a dog and a cat. They're both puppies and kittens. Um, the kitten grooms the puppy a lot. It's really cute. But <laughs> he has had a, like an ear itch and shakes his head. Ever since he's been with me, okay, um, I have tried, you know, they've told me to pull the hair out of his ears when he gets groomed. I've gone to the doctor or the vet twice, and they said he does not have an infection. I've changed him to grainless food, okay, and I don't know what else to do because I feel he's so uncomfortable. He shakes all the time. That makes me dizzy. Oh,
0: that's not good. It makes you dizzy. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, okay. What, I, a couple things. I would add organic apple cider vinegar. Uh, to the, oh. just in case there's some, a little bit of yeast in there that you know, he's more sensitive to it. Okay, okay, cause. where
2: would you, what do you mean put it in his ears?
0: No, 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 no. You're gonna oh, mix it in with his food. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, you're gonna fix, mix it okay. in with his food. You can do it now, okay. see, and everybody when I bring out the vinegar word, the V word, everybody winces because yeah. they're going, ooh, yuck. Okay, well, oh, first of it. all, dogs only have 1,700 taste buds. We have 9,000. Okay, dogs okay. eat according to smellability, not palatability. If it smells cruddy, they're not going to touch it. And so that's why you okay. mix it with a little bit of uh, plain yogurt or a little bit of canned pumpkin, or hopefully you're rehydrating your food, you know, expanding okay. it for the dog. And so once it's expanded, you know, by soaking it in water, then you can mix it in with that, okay? okay. So I would do okay. the organic apple cider vinegar. How many pounds is your pup? Um, 9.75. Okay, do, you know, like a half a teaspoon a day. Okay. I would do it for two weeks straight, and then okay. after that, a couple times a week, okay. and just once a day. Okay, and then another okay. thing: Do you have organic apples? uh oh, wrong one. Organic um, coconut oil.
2: No, but I was listening to that earlier, and I thought, well, maybe you'll tell me to put coconut oil yeah. in his ears. And so, what too. you
0: but you what you got to be careful of is that you don't want yeah. to drench the oil here. Okay, you might want to put just a smidgeon on your uh, on your baby finger. Uh-huh. Okay, and then just don't go down to the se- the center of the ear and come up the wall. Don't okay. go down the wall. Go to the center okay. of the ear and come up. Center of the ear okay. and come up and try that. Okay. Okay. But you don't okay. want it, you know, like it, it it like drains into the ear. We don't want that. Okay. So you just okay. want you want to get you want to get it on your. If it's solid, then you put some on your finger and you wait for your the body heat. You know to make it okay. you know, to make it like you know, clear. Okay. And then yep. just make sure it's not like whole bunch load because you just want a smidgen. Right. Okay. And so okay. try that that's what I would try because if they said there's no ear infection in there, my guess it might be a little bit of yeast infection. That's enough yep. to bother him, but not enough to really show up. All right. And right. then, um, yep, that's what I would do. I would also put uh, for a little while. I put him on a probiotic and a digestive enzyme okay. is what I would do.
2: A digestive enzyme. Yep, probiotic? and a pro
0: and a probiotic. They're two separate things, a digestive oh, okay. enzyme and a probiotic. I do that for like about four or five weeks, you know, every day, and, and so mm-hmm. yeah. And profile. okay, yep. now
2: do those? Do I get those in the pet food store? Or the best
0: to place get to get them the is like vitalplanet.com, dot com, dot com, Okay, pets dot dot uh, okay. Bixby, B I X B I. Those are all like organic and natural ones. The ones okay. that I use. Because I rotate. Okay. When I do my probiotics, I always rotate between companies and stuff. Because they're all made a little bit different. Okay? Sure. But yeah, probiotic okay. and a digestive enzyme just to make sure that it's got. Now, what food are you feeding?
2: Uh, Good question right now. I feed him, I think it's Nulo.
0: Okay. What? can free
2: Nulo, okay. I think it is. Can, dry
0: dry dry okay so you want to rehydrate that for him put put whatever you're going to feed in the bowl and then put hot Mm -hmm. tap water until it floats nicely put it aside non-grain free takes about 30 minutes grain free takes about an hour go back to the bowl all the water should be gone and then feel the kibble okay if it's soft to put near the center then put your supplements in mix it up and feed it to the dog all right okay and so then and then um if it's not, then just add a little bit, water, bit, a little bit more water, and then just wait. Okay, and so then, okay. like I say, because by rehydrating, the, you're helping the digestive system absorb more of the nutrients because it's really hard to break that down. And then you know they just eat a, a buttload of dry food that's like you know saltine crackers. Then they got to go over and drink a buttload of water to compensate for all that dry matter. And so that the series of events might come out because usually when dogs have but problems are ear problems, you know, like anal glands or ears. It usually has to do with the diet, too. Okay. Because things okay. come out through our orifices all right we catch things through our orifices like our nose our ears our mouth you know things like that and then when the body is displeased it shoves stuff out through our orifices <laughs> okay and so that's why I'm thinking that you know what I mean you, you might want to look at the like I said be put him on a probiotic the digestive enzyme the apple cider vinegar you know the extra virgin coconut do all that kind of stuff is I think will will help and then like I see how it goes and goes from there okay
2: do you think that cat has anything to do with his ear infection or not? He doesn't have an infection. Yeah, no, no, no. He, I, li- he licks him and grooms him like it's his baby.
0: Baby, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. I don't, I don't feel that's uh, okay. the, the, the cat is at any unless the cat is got. What's he? If it was ear mites, if a cat had ear mites, they would be passed no. to the dog. And if the dog doesn't have the ear mites, obviously, no, that's not it. No, I don't think okay. it's that at all. So. Okay. Oh, good. Okay.
1: Good. Cause it's so cute
0: to yeah. watch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I had one, I had one cat that groomed one of my dogs, Elsie, and Elsie, oh, she had all her, she could do to put up with it. She's like, she's doing it again. And I'm like, yeah. oh, just relax. <laughs> and she got better and better at it. So pretty soon she did relax.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, so good. yeah. You. So yeah.
0: Give me keep me posted and see how if that works. You know, I'll let the, you know, if you start it right away this week, hopefully next Sunday you can give a call and see if it's, uh, okay, it's if it's better. You, okay. Take care.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Yeah, because that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one is what it is. But we can, you can get it. Oh, and remember the cat video is back and, and is right. She said everybody has had all this time with their cats. I'm sure there's a lot of videos of cats. So go to MyTalk1071.com and get your tickets. They're going to be going on sale here next month. And then submit your videos. They're looking for uh, submit some videos too. Okay, so there you go. All right. Standing in a park, I was wondering why a Frisbee gets larger the closer it gets. I'll be back. There we go. All right. Standing in a park, I was wondering why a Frisbee gets larger the closer it gets. What do you think the rest of the line is?
2: And then I got knocked out.
0: Close. Oh, no, basically it is. Then it hit
2: me. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> so oh, you are
0: okay. on the right page on that yeah, one. It's there all about you the go. Praising there. Yep. Standing in the park, I was wondering why a frisbee gets larger the closer it gets. Then it hit me. <laughs> there we go. Dad jokes for an honor of Father's Day. And if you're the father of two-legged or four-legged kids, Happy Father's Day. I don't think my husband ever listens to the show, but I'm just gonna say Happy Father's Day to my husband. Uh, we had one, and uh, Cassandra, she's up in Alaska, and so he's a good, he good he's a good pop, and so he does a lot. And when he he rolls up his sleeves, and he's there for all his kids, he's a great dad. So, okay, who's up next?
2: All right, we've got Marilyn, and she wants to talk to you about her rescue dog.
0: All right, hi Marilyn, how you doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Hi Marilyn. Well, hi.
0: Thanks for holding on. What can I do for you?
1: Um, hi, Katie. Yeah, I um, wanted to say I'd never heard about the uh, needing a bonded dog uh, before you get a um, a rescue dog that had been in a puppy mill. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do have a rescue dog that was in a puppy mill for nine years. Ooh. And um, it's Dixie. Okay. And I've had her for about a year and a half now. Right. And we... We did not have another dog at that time because Happy uh, had died, and um, and got Dixie about a month and a half, two months later. Right. Um, and the thing thing is, we had we have a cat, and Toodles the cat <laughs> <Toodles>. uh, kind of <laughs> wandered in here some some years back, mm-hmm. and uh, and she was really good. With um, with our dog Happy, and she was really good with the other kitty we had, then Ernie, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and now she's good with Dixie. Oh, nice! And I wonder, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, Dixie kind of took cues from Toodles.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. That it can happen.
1: And the thing is, though, I had um, it, it was kind of hard potty training. <laughs> okay. Because. Uh, um, even when I thought that we had that down, then uh, Dixie would come in, and if she had to void, she'd go right by the kitty litter box.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> she never go in the kitty litter box, but she went beside it.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. That is really interesting.
1: But, now, what kind of dog was she? The, uh, Dixie's a Pomeranian.
0: A Pomeranian. Okay, so she's small. Okay, okay, I see. So now, the cats and her are still good buds.
1: Yep, I, I think well. Toodles wants to do, um, you know, like you, like somebody said about the grooming and the ears. Yep, she used yep. to Do that for Happy. Yep. But um, she'll get right up to Dixie's face, and sometimes they go nose to nose, and that's okay. But then sometimes she gets towards the ear, and then Dixie has that little growl.
0: Ah, well, she's putting <laughs> her place. Now, did you uh, did, now because you adopted an older dog, a puppy mill dog? Uh-huh. Okay, did you see that where she she was apprehensive of humans?
1: Oh golly, um, my husband. She's very, very protective of me. Mm-hmm. But um, and uh, Anton um, talks with his hands, okay. and so he's, he's, he uh, has his hands going a lot. And and anytime he raises his hand, she growls and. Okay. Yeah, that's yep. the problem.
0: Yeah. And so now, can will she sit on his lap?
1: Uh, no, not right. really. Okay. She's not a lap sitter. Okay. I mean, she'll let me hold her for a little while, but then down she goes. Okay. And then what about like when the chair more?
0: Okay. When people come over, then what does she do?
1: When people come over, she's pretty much Marky? okay with going oh. up to them. Oh, okay. Um. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah.
0: Because yeah. Because I just found that it, it it it's it's the the relationship grows quicker. When you get a you know a dog that used to be from a puppy mill that you know a breeder dog, if they've got it in and you know a dog that's already in the house that's bonded to you, sure, it really does help that other dog understand and get closer and accept new things. But it sounds like Toodle, which I love that name by the way. <laughs> and yeah, Toodles has helped you all through that too. That's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs>
1: that's pretty well, when cool. When Toodles first came here, she wouldn't let me touch her. She she was wild, pretty much wild. Okay. And. uh and so then, um, that's why she. I just see her going away. She'd eat what I had to feed her, and, and toodles. She and goes toodles. away. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've
0: got two cats: my Sally and my cat with a K. And the reason why is cat with a K because. I didn't know what to call him. I tried to, you know, I don't call kitty kitty, Uh and he had such so much fur. I didn't know it was a him or a her, and I had to call him something. So I said, "Fine, we're just going to name you cat." And then he got so. By the time I finally got him tamed, which caught me about four months, that that um, he already knew cat, and so it's like, oh lordy. So now I just do cat with a K to make it a fun, uh, you know, funny thing. So
1: anyway, yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. So anyway, I'm I'm the one, Katie, that had Ellie uh, for. Uh, over twelve years. She was a great Pyrenees. Oh, that one. Oh and hi. And then we had Happy for about seven years and both of those oh, sweet puppies were uh therapy dogs for many, wow. many years.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you have some good Gary Pyrenees. Now they're breeding with poodles.
1: Oh,
0: help us all, Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I love uh, I love the breed, Yeah, the and great she, they, Yes. She, she was wonderful. The yeah. period
0: should not be crossed as anything because they are totally different dogs, and I wish people would understand that, that yeah. that dog can guard like a herd of, you know, ducks, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know sheep, cattle, all by itself without any human giving it instructions. Right. You know, that dog is, is so majestic and just, it, oh, it's just, they're just unbelievable. And so, but anyway. Loved
1: kids, loved kids. Everybody, yeah, uh, nursing homes and libraries and schools and just loved everybody. Yep. Oh,
0: that's that's crazy. So mm-hmm. now you just got the Palm and Toodles. Is that's what you got yep, now.
1: Got Palm and Tootles.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> What's the Palm's name? And uh, Dixie. Dixie, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Remember, I have a real good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> well, thanks for calling in, kiddo. Greatly yep. appreciate good to hear from hearing from you.
1: Oh, you too, Katie. Thank Take care. You. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. Yeah, the great peers, boy, I'll tell you, uh, they are just an awesome dog, and I just wish people would not ding around and cross them with anything, because in themselves, they are such a, you'd read up on them and understand them, because they are, and then when you cross them with the poodle, oh, Lordy, but anyway, it is what it is. Okay, where are we at there, Miss All right, We've got um, Dawn, she's got
2: a question about her German Shepherd. All right. Hi, Dawn.
0: Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing?
4: Hi. Good.
0: What can I do for you?
4: Um. So we have. Well, my daughter has a fourteen-month-old German Shepherd, but um, they live with us. Okay. And um, she unfortunately works like a lot, so um, Athena is kind of sort of my dog. Okay. And <laughs> she and I are having a discussion about obedience training. Mm -hmm. Um, And my thought is like, she's a good girl. She listens to me. I'm definitely um, the alpha female in her world. Mm -hmm. Um, But my daughter wants to send her away to training because she's heard that that's what you do. And I'm afraid that doing that could wreck her personality.
0: You got that right.
4: uh, Pardon?
0: You got that right. You don't know what they're going to do. I could have made a lot of money. By boarding dogs and training. Okay. Right. But now, first thing is, is that number one, it's not training the dog, it's training the owner. That's the first right. thing. The second thing is, is that there's only, uh, when, especially it depends on how many dogs are training at one time, that if they've got a lot of dogs, let's say they got 10 dogs, okay? Yeah. They could only maybe spend an hour, maybe yeah. two hours a day with that dog, and the other 22 hours, the dog is by itself. OK, right. I have seen more dogs totally messed up. In fact, one that I had uh, came through my puppy class and then this dog, this shepherd was huge his, uh, for the life of me now. I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. But anyway, and anyway, so then her life got busy. She didn't have time to train, sent it out. And then she calls me um, about a month after she got the dog back just bawling. She says they wrecked my dog. They wrecked and my dog. And
4: that's what my fear is because she's such a good girl. Yep. And she does listen to I me. Mean, she definitely needs obedience training. Yep. But I could see if she was out of control and just a monster. But not person. even that,
0: though, because like I say, especially shepherds, they're so smart. And then usually yeah. the more obnoxious they are, the smarter they are. And oh, all they need is input. really
4: smart, son.
0: Yep, yep. No, it's like teaching tricks, brain teasers, obedience. And
4: that, yep. And they need. And we do that.
0: Yeah. Yes. And see, and the thing is, is they get bored. They don't do well with redundancy that every day right. you do the exact same thing. The dog is like, gosh, you got something else. And so that's why, like I say, getting the book brain teasers, uh, getting the book brain games for yep. dogs or 101 tricks.
4: I, yep. I got those after I heard you say oh, that. Good. Um, the only thing I would say is that that does not. True for Athena with frisbee, she would play frisbee all day, every day, all day, right? Twenty four seven, right? That redundancy she'll take. But, okay,
0: but you're yeah. not going to do that because then you're going to cause exactly. you're going to cause a compulsive disorder, whether it's a ten, right. tennis ball uh, or whether it's a tennis ball a tennis ball or a frisbee. Sometimes you throw it once a stop, twice and stop, three times done. Yep. Personally, what I would do if she's at that point, frisbee goes away, doesn't come back for six months, you're going to have her fetch other things for you okay yeah. so that you don't build that compulsive disorder where, throw it again throw it again throw it again okay yeah. so by yeah. get by doing other things and changing up what she goes gets and some people might say well she doesn't do it as fast or whatever but now you got to look at the dog goes uh, well, especially when they get the compulsive disorder the dog goes like they're shot out of a cannon down to get it slams wow. on the brakes picks right. it up pivots powers off to bring it back it's really hard on their acls their back their shoulders their neck and her joints aren't sealed yet they don't seal until they're two years old so by doing that over and over then you can wreck their growth plates and they're going to be an earlier arthritic dog okay and so that's why what you've got to do is use more mentally Now, now people don't believe this that i don't play fetch with my dog i lob it And they go get it and they bring it back because I want them to learn to go out pick up something when I say pick it up and then bring it back but I do not throw anything for my dogs I love it because now and all the dogs I've ever had I've never had one dog with arthritis not one because I didn't wreck their joints by throwing and throwing and throwing especially as the dog gets older then they get overweight and now that you know they're not going as fast but they're giving it their all (laughs) and so that's why I did other things with the dog and so no a resounding do not send this dog out to be trained um, because, okay. like I said, I am not technically a dog trainer. I am a people trainer. I right. train you to right. get the best out of your dog, and that's what she yeah. needs. If she wants a good relationship with this dog, especially a shepherd, because shepherds are one. They okay, they're in your family, but they pick one human. And the, yep. the human doesn't have any say in this. <laughs> they take one human on that pack, and that's their human. And they will protect everybody else and do something. But that one human, that is their human that they will lay down their life for. Okay? Right. That's the way and, shepherds and are.
4: Clearly my daughter. I mean, she spends the most time with people, and my daughter's there. She's her world.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um,
4: so, yeah. And I just was afraid that I don't want... That was my fear, is that would change her personality. And yes,
0: personality. no, tell her that I should okay. tell her to talk to me, and I'll tell her about the gal where her shepherd got broken. We had, can you hold on a sec? We've got to run to break. Yes. So hold on, I want to tell you that story, and hopefully okay. get other people to really rethink. Okay, so hold on. Yes. Okay, what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? These are dumb dad jokes. All right, we're it's winding time. down the time. Boy, it's been a fun day. We've got a lot of information today. A lot of good information, a lot of good calls. I greatly appreciate that. Okay, here we are. Oh, I took off my glasses. Don't do that when it's supposed to read. Okay, what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet?
2: I'm going to go with the classic boo. Nope supplies oh okay you know these ones are tricky these instead of surprise right. supplies. supplies
0: there we go no, there right. we go i went online to get they said these are one of the best uh da- bad or dumb dad jokes so the best they, worst dad jokes they, well you got a couple though i'm impressed All right. you know you got to get in a warped sense of mind and usually sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a couple beers to go out there right <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> okay let's go on back to uh
2: who are you talking to Got Don. Don,
0: that's right. Okay, I looked at the thing. It's like it looks like Dave. But anyway, okay, Don, are you there? I am here. There you go. Okay, now if I, what we're talking about?
4: Um, sending our German shepherd. There we go. Out- or you're tell okay. Yeah. Okay. Dog, so now this shepherd, he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This this shepherd, I'm not going to mention the name of who trained him. Okay. But anyway, but this shepherd was a, a big. He was about 120 pounds. You know, super nice dog, just easy going, laid back. But he you know when she came to puppy class, he was. You know, uh, you know, shenanigans. Like I said, the yep. bigger the shenanigans, the usually the smarter the dog is. And then, uh, and she, like I said, hit a time that, well, she, I'm just going to send him out. Well, when she got him back, like I said, in about not even a month, she gave me a call. She said, they broke my dog. I said, what's the matter? She says, can I bring him over? I said, sure. She brings him over. He gets out of the car and he comes out really slow. And he's looking like side to side, like, is is yep. everything okay? Uh, what is this? And so, you know, I, I, you know, tap my leg and say, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, and he was just, he wanted to turn around and get back in that car. And this is not a dog I had seen like a, not less than a year ago and she said he's been like this now for almost a month. He 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 just mopes, he just lays, he's scared to move. You know, cuz a lot of times because they oh. want training to go quicker, there a lot of these in or uh, board and train are using e-collars, you know, the electronic yeah. collars cuz they want it to hurry up and move it along faster. But you got to remember that dogs are not robots. You can't program them. Dogs do things for us out of respect and trust that we build as a team. And so there's no way I would ever, would you send your two or three year old child to a school where you're not around to see what's going on? That's what most dogs mentality is a two, well, at the, you know, at this is two to three years old. Most dogs attain a four to five year old mentality when they're fully mature. But right now you're two to three year old right now. Would you send a two to three year old child out to be boarded to school that you don't know what the heck they're doing with your kid? Okay, and that's why I I would be so apprehensive. I am not a board and train person because they're going to get it back. Because now when I did it at the beginning of my training... I did it. I board and trained. In fact, one was a shepherd. And anyway, and um, I learned really quick. I had the dog for two weeks. And so then I had the owner come. You know, it was just me and the dog. And then I had the owner come, you know, every other day for a week. I still had the dog. You know, whereas I'm going to work with the owner, show you what I've done, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then at the end of that week, so then he took the dog home. And in two weeks, he called me and says, well, now I paid you, you know, trunk of change. Well, not huge, but anyway. Uh, and the dog is now jumping on me, doing this, doing that and you know all of a sudden i had the I, this happened with the first two dogs and it didn't take me rocket science to realize is that okay It's because you have not, you thought I I would just program your dog and then you would just pick it up. And so I said, no, that, so it slapped me in the face real quick. And so I, that's why I will not do board and train, even though I could make a really good money. But the thing is, is that I also know it's not going to work because the the dog built the respect for me. They need to build that respect and that trust. And so they'll please tell her a resounding, please tell her not to go down that road because.
4: that about the toddler thing because she actually got a full ride offer to go to an athletic school outstate at like age 14 15 and i told her i was not letting anybody else raise my kid oh look at that and- So, look at I
0: can use that as an example. Exactly. Oh, wow. Perfect.
4: Thank you for giving me that power.
0: Yep, yep. So, see, it all played back in, but I thank you for calling because, like I say, there are a lot of people, especially everything we know, what we just went through the year and and all these people have gotten dogs and now, you know, these things are starting to open and now they they haven't really been working on manners and social skills and and so now there's problems and now all of a sudden they just want somebody else to take care of it and then, you know, and then pick up, you know, a robot dog and it doesn't work that way a lot of the dogs now are coming back into the system the reason is because like i say people are going back to work the dog they didn't bother to kettle train them you know they didn't do work when they had them they just kind of you know let me you know sit on my lap lay next to me follow me all over the house and they created a lot of separation anxiety and didn't build you know a relationship with their dog and now they're kind of paying the price and so that's right. why it's just kind of like, uh, you know, but like I say, the board and I know a lot of guys send their dog out for hunting school. I get that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I also know some trainers that are hunter trainers. And the, boy, in that world, that gets kind of scary because uh I know a handful that I know I would totally trust. Uh, but boy, I, there's not meant, some of them are so hard on the dogs that the dog, yeah, breaks. And like when I saw that shepherd break, I, I just, I just broke my heart. Cause if you would have saw the look on his face and it took her another, so then she, she recame through my classes, you know, to just get herself yeah. organized and then get the dog. And at the end of the four weeks, his head, it was a little bit, his head was up a little bit more, but his tail was still not happy. And so yeah. it took, she said a good, no, seven, eight months before she started really he's back but if she says he's still not quite the same he's a little bit more apprehensive and so that's why it's just kind of like no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that because like i said your dog that dog's right now he's he's in his mental two to three year old so use that analogy excellent look at that
4: i know perfect good Uh, all right i just i then i got to doubting myself maybe i'm wrong no no yeah. No.
0: no, it scares me. So, no. No. So it, yeah. It was like I said. There's everybody wants it, and wants it now. And if you're gonna take the invest in a, in a in a dog, that you take the time to do it. That you are, you yeah. you create the team. You don't have somebody else do it for you. So.
4: And it's the difference between a. The- five year old brain who's raised kids and
0: a twenty two year old who just got out of college. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. yeah it is but use yeah. that analogy. You got a good analogy. Yes,
4: I totally am using that analogy. So.
0: Yes, yes. Thank
4: good. You. I'm glad we I'm glad
0: we talked. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Take care. You too. Bye Bye-bye. bye. Yeah, I've always been against board and train and that's my personal thing and I'm not going to call anybody out. There are some ones out there that is like I would like to call them out, <laughs> but no, I'm not going to do that. I want to get sued. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, folks, really think about that. You know, if you're having problems with a dog, you find a trainer that you trust and 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 ways they can help you with. I you know do a lot of phone consults, you know, trying to help people through you know problems and such like that. And they said, well, give it a try. And if you can't, then let's set up a private lesson and just and the goal would be to take a class situation to be around other people and other dogs. That would be the goal because there are some dogs right now that are very very reactive because they've been shut up and they're not used to seeing you know a bunch of people or a bunch of dogs and 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 they, they react and, and you can't yell and sc- excuse me scream at them because they're they're overwhelmed and it's just like if you you know a, a hermit you take and drop him in the middle of the state fair you know he's been all by himself all these and all of a sudden it's like oh my lord what am i doing here so you've got to be fair you know when you have a shy dog it's Slow. You go slow. You set your goals. The goal would be to, to get to this point, maybe to take a class, um, but otherwise, uh, but it's just input, input, building that re- that that relationship. It's so so important. Another thing too is that don't give a variety of words for the same command. Like when the dog jumps on you, is it going to be off or is it going to be down? Don't use both of those words. You decide. Or off means get off of me. Oh, folks, we need to talk. Go to mytalk1071.com. You can go to my Facebook page, my website, and you guys have a great week. Thank you, Rachel. Well, you made it too! Yeah. Your maiden voyage. Okay. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. Don't hide your dogs, train them!